0: Canto eleven of the tour of Dr. Syntax in search of the picturesque by William Coombe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Adrian Pratzellus. Canto eleven. In this sad, variegated life, evil and good in daily strife contend we find which shall be master. Now fortune smiles, then sad disaster assumes in turn its frowning power and gives to man his checkered hour with checkered hours good syntax thought and well he might his journey fraught but still he hoped when all was past that he should comfort find at last thus with unlooked-for kindness blest no fears alarm his tranquil breast he eats and drinks and goes to rest, and when the welcome morrow came, the squire and madam were the same. Just as the minster clock struck nine, coffee and tea and fowl and chine appeared all in their due array to give the breakfast of the day. The squire then the talk began, and thus the conversation ran. Squire Hearty Doctor, you may truly believe the pleasure which i now receive in seeing you as you sit there in what was once my father's chair. I pray you think this house your home. I though it were three months to come here you will find yourself at ease may read or write just as you please at nine we breakfast as you see dinner is always here at three at six my wife will give you tea mrs hearty and should you find the evening long i'll play a tune and sing a song squire hearty besides you'll range the country round some curious things may there be found your genius too may chance to trace within this celebrated place some ancient building worth a look that may perhaps enrich your book i'm a true briton as you see i love good cheer and liberty and what i love myself i'll give to others while i'm doomed to live this morning i intend to go to see the military show the light dragoons now quartered here will all in grand review appear they are a regiment of renown and some great general is come down to see them all in bright array act the fierce battle of the day. If you should like such sights as these, if warlike feats your fancy please, we'll to the common take a ride, and I myself will be your guide. So if you please within an hour our nag shall be before the door. Syntax. I will be ready to attend the summons of my worthy friend, the laurelled heroes. My delight, with plumed crest and helmet bright, e'en when a boy at early age I read in Homer's lofty page how the stout Greeks in time of yore brought havoc to the Phrygian shore. I revelled in that ancient story and burned with ardent lust of glory whene'er i trace the fields of troy my heart beat high with martial joy tis true i pray that war may cease and europe hail returning peace yet still i feel my bosom glow when british heroes meet the foe when our armed legends make him fly and yield the palm of victory or when our naval thunders roar and terrify the gallic shore this grand review will give me pleasure and i shall wait upon your leisure but as no time was to be lost syntax now hastened to the post the post obeyed his loud command and gave a letter to his hand with eager haste the seal he broke and thus the fond epistle spoke my dearest husband on my life i thought you had forgot your wife while she to her affection true was always thinking love on you by this time i presume you've made no small advancement in your trade i mean my dear that this same book to which i with impatience look is full of promise and i'm bold to hope for a return in gold I have no doubt that ample gains will well reward your learned pains, and with a bounteous store repay your anxious toil of many a day for well, my dearest friend, I know where'er you are compelled to go, you still must sigh that you should be so long away from love and me. I truly say, my heart doth burn with ardent wish for your return and that i may my syntax meet with all due honour when we meet the milliner is now preparing a dress that will be worth the wearing just such a one as i have seen in ackerman's last magazine where by the skilful painter's aid such fashion is so well displayed a robe of crape with satin bodice will make me look like any goddess a mantle too is all the ton and therefore i have ordered one i have also got a lilac bonnet and placed a yellow feather on it thus i shall be so very smart twill vex miss raisin to the heart oh it will make me burst with laughter to plague that purse-proud grocer's daughter while through the town as you shall see no one will be so fine as me oh with what pleasure and delight i shall present me to your sight how shall i hug you dearest honey when you return brim full of money syntax exclaimed in accents sad the woman's surely gone stark mad to ruin all her airs will tend but i'll read on and see the end as to the news, why you must know things in their usual order go. Jobson the Tanner's run away and has not left a dot to play. Bet Bumkin was last Thursday married, and Missus Stillborn has miscarried. In the High Street the other day, Good Missus Squeamish swooned away, and was so ill as it was said that she was borne away for dead. But mother gossip who knows all the neighbours round both great and small has hinted to me as she thinks that pious mrs squeamish drinks and there is a lady just come down a dashing frisky dame from town to visit Madame stapleton she's said to be a london toast but has no mighty charms to boast for it is clear to my keen sight that she lays on both red and white She drives about in chaise and pear, And, I have heard, can curse and swear. But I mind not these things, not I, I never deal in calumny. So fare you well, my dearest life, And I remain your loving wife. Postscript Ah, but if you fear that you shall come Without a bag of money home, Twere better far that you should take a leap at once into the lake i'd rather hear that you were drowned than that you should my hopes confound these tender lines did not impart much comfort to the doctor's heart he therefore thought it would be better to lay aside this pretty letter nor suffer its contents to sour the pleasure of the present hour the squire now became his guide, so off they trotted side by side, and ere they passed a mile or two, beheld the scene of the review, the troops drawn up in proud array, an animating sight display. The well-formed squadrons wheel around, the standards wave, the trumpets sound, when Grizzle, long inured to war, and not without an honored scar. Found all her former spirits glow, as when she used to meet the foe. No ears she pricked, for she had none, nor cocked her tail, for that was gone, but still she snorted, foamed and flounced, then up she reared, and off she bounced, and having played these pretty pranks, dashed all at once into the ranks. While Syntax, though unused to fear, Suspected that his end was near, but though his courage gan to addle, he still stuck close upon his saddle. While to the trumpets on the hill, Grizzle sped fast and then stood still. With them she closed her warlike race, and took with pride her ancient place. For Grizzle, as we've told before, once to the wars a trumpet bore. At length recovered from his fright, the doctor stayed and viewed the sight and then, with heart as light as cork, he, with his friend, jogged back to York, where was renewed the friendly fare and every comfort promised there. The time in chit-chat passed away till the chimes told the closing day and Now says pleasant Madam Hearty, what think you if our little party?" should each to sing a song agree twill give a sweet variety thus let the passing moments roll till thomas brings the evening bowl the doctor sure will do his best and kindly grant my poor request the doctor though by nature grave and rather form to tune a stave whene'er he got a little mellow was a most merry pleasant fellow but sing a song or tell a riddle or play a hornpipe on the fiddle and being now a little gay declared his wishes to obey then i'll begin squire hearty said though by land my tours are made whene'er i tune a song or glee i quit the land and go to sea the squire's song the signal given we seek the main where tempests rage and billows roar nor know we if we e'er again shall anchor on our native shore but as through surging waves we sail and distant seas and isles explore hope whispers that some future gale will waft us to our native shore when battle rages all amain and hostile arms their vengeance pour we british sailors will maintain the honour of our native shore but should we find a watery grave a nation will our loss deplore and tears will mingle with the wave that breaks upon our native shore and after many a battle won when every toil and danger's o'er how great the joy each duty done to anchor on our native shore a mrs hearty's song cupid away thy work is o'er go seek idalia's flowery grove your pointed darts will pain no more hymen has healed the wounds of love hymen is here and all is rest to distant flight thy pinions move no anxious doubts no fears molest hymen has soothed the pangs of love Cupid away the deed is done away, mid other scenes to rove for Ralph and Isabel are one, and Hymen guards the home of love. The doctor now his reverence made, and madam smiling nod obeyed. your songs said he have given me pleasure as well in subject as in measure, but in some modern songs, the taste is far, I am sure, from being chaste they do not make the least pretence to poetry or common sense some coarse conceits a lively air with a de capo here and there of uncouth words which ne'er were found in any language that's above ground and these set off with some strange phrase compose our sing-song nowadays the dancing master of my school in this way oft would play the fool a make one laugh, one knows not why, but we had better laugh than cry. The song which you are about to hear will of this character appear. From London it was sent him down, as a great favourite through the town. Dr. Syntax's song I've got a scold of a wife, the plague and storm of my life. Oh were she in a coal pit bottom, and all such jades. Od Rotum My cares would then be over, and I should live in clover, with harem scarum, horum scorum, stew prunes forever, stew prunes forever. Brother Tom's in the conlin tree as blithe as blithe can be, while Dorothy sits below where the daffodillies grow, and many a slender rush, and blackberries all on a bush, with harem scarum, etc. etc we'll all to the castle go like grenadiers all of a row while the horn and trumps shall sound as we pace the ramparts round where many a lady fair comes forth to take the air with harem scarum, etc etc the vessel spreads her sails to catch the rising gales and dances o'er the wave while many a love-lorn slave to his mistress tells his tale far off in the distant vale with harem scarum, etc etc when the dew is on the rose and the wanton zephyr blows when lilies raise their head and harebells fragrance shed then i to the rocks will hie and sing a lullaby with harem scarum, etc etc by famed illisius stream how oft i fondly dream when i read in classic pages of all the ancient sages, but they were born to die, and so were you and I, with harum, scarum, horum, scorum, stew prunes for ever, stewed prunes for ever, and thus, with many a pleasant lay, the party closed the exhausted day, End of canto eleven.